here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. I'm going to say something that uh, I've given a lot of thought to, a great deal of thought to. This uh, Mueller investigation is one of the greatest abuses of power in modern American history. His appointment was an abuse of power. It violated Department of Justice rules. There was no criminal basis for the investigation. Schumer and the Democrats and the media pushed for it, so they got it. Rod Rosenstein is a coward, a very weak man, and he wanted to cover his own tracks because he recommended the firing of Comey. We know what Comey is. We know what the senior officials at the FBI were, and we know what they did. They were the ones who interfered with the election. They were the ones who were trying to elect Hillary Clinton. Now, ladies and gentlemen, what Mr. Mueller is doing, destroying lives and trying to justify what he's been up to, is really, truly un-American. That's not what our criminal justice system is all about. The efforts by members of Congress to actually pass a statute to protect Mueller from being fired by the President of the United States, Senator Mike Lee is right, and of course I've said it many, many times, is a clear violation of the separation of powers of our Constitution. There's no question about it. There are individuals who hate Trump. There are individuals who want this coup to take place. And so they will back anything and anyone who tries to take out this president. And there's almost nobody standing up to this. This is what the old Soviet Union looked like. When people are dragged in front of prosecutors... They look at your records, they try and catch it in slip-ups, memory losses, and then throw you into the gulag, unless you give them what they want. Some prosecutors will tell you, well, this is the way we normally operate. Well, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. The President of the United States did not collude with Russia, and everybody knows it. The Clinton campaign colluded with Russia, and everybody knows it. And so we're supposed to live this lie day in and day out. And the whole point of this, ladies and gentlemen, is to hugely burden an elected president who you elected, many of you elected, to try and prevent him from doing what he said he wanted to do. This coup, this effort to undermine a legitimately elected president, there was no reason for Mueller to be appointed in the first place. We didn't need a special counsel to investigate these individuals. And as I've said from day one, the Department of Justice's policy has been for almost half a century that you cannot indict a sitting president. So what's the point of this? The point of this is the Democrat Party, the media, and some Republicans are using a criminal investigation for political purposes to try and impeach a president of the United States. And so this is what I want to say. I've given this a great deal of thought. Somebody has to protect the Constitution here. It's not going to be the media, even though they wrap themselves in the free press. 
certainly not going to be the Democrats. They have so many similarities to the old Soviets. It's certainly not going to be most of the Republicans because they're soft progressives that are scared of their own shadows. If President Trump decides not to run for re-election, he should fire Mueller. He should fire his whole team. He should pardon everybody involved with these Mickey Mouse charges of false statements and tell the House, go ahead and impeach me and Senate, go ahead and remove me because this is simply unacceptable. Simply unacceptable what's happening to our country, what's, what's happening here. You have Republicans who pretend to be constitutionalists like Jeff Flake actually going to the floor of the Senate pushing for a bill that is utterly and completely unconstitutional where Congress would tell a president of the United States that he cannot fire somebody in the executive branch. Then we're told by the same malcontents and miscreants who triggered this entire fiction, who've dragged this nation through this day in and day out, as the Chinese are on the move and the Russians are on the move and the Iranians are on the move. Our enemies are on the move and they love every bit of this. They're telling us the president better not pardon anybody. The pardon power is in the Constitution. And we don't need Democrats in the media and miscreant Republicans to define it for us. We see it. We read it. We know what it is. Meanwhile, the special counsel is not in the Constitution. Nowhere in the Constitution. And when you have a media and a Democrat party and some Republicans who argue for more due process rights for terrorists in Guantanamo Bay than for the President of the United States. I've had it up to here. We all know what the hell's going on here. We all know what the hell's going on here. And I'll go even further. Whoever the Democrat is next to be President of the United States, he or she should be treated exactly the same way. Because if they're not, if they're not, this will never come to an end. A bogus investigation. A bogus media. A bogus Democrat Party, bogus Republicans. Men and women have fought for this Constitution. From the earliest days, they put their lives on the line. To see these, these snake oil salesmen, this current crop of politicians, this current crop of so-called journalists, throw it all away, is enough. The president's supposed to just sit there, you see, according to the media and the Democrats and some Republicans. Just sit there. He better not use the pardon power. He better not fire anybody. He better not do this. He better... Who the hell do they think they are? Now, I know damn well that if he takes the steps I suggest, he will be impeached and likely removed. I know it. But if he decides he doesn't want to run for re-election at some point then he should do it. And we sit here and we watch this phony issue. Did the media care about the IRS scandal? Where's your evidence? Where's your proof? Did Eric Holder appoint a special counsel? No. Did the media care about Fast and Furious? No. Did Eric Holder appoint a special counsel since he was in charge of it? No. Not a damn thing. President of the United States appoints as an acting attorney general, a gentleman by the name of Matthew Whitaker. I have no idea who he is, other than his pedigree, other than his resume. He's been a U.S. attorney. 
There's nothing to suggest in any way that he's untoward. Nothing. But they seek to destroy him. They seek to destroy him. Why? Because they want Rosenstein in charge. Because he's a wet noodle, that's why. Because he rubber stamps Mueller. And the courts, they're no better. They're no better at all. When a Republicans elect a president, they throw in with the opposition. That's quite obvious, Mr. Chief Justice. Quite obvious. Mr. Mueller's appointment, I don't care what the courts say. I can read the Constitution. is unconstitutional. Look at the power this man has. The power to trigger an impeachment of a United States president? Does any U.S. attorney have that power? No. But he's just an inferior employee, just like an assistant U.S. attorney. My ass he is. And look at this investigation. It's, it's embarrassing. The people he's interviewing, what he's threatening them with. This is a rogue prosecutor. This is a star chamber operation. And nobody has the gonads to stand up to this. Nobody. But I will. Everybody being investigated by this man should fight it. Fight him in court. Fight him over every damn document. Fight him over any, every subpoena. Fight him. To the last damn plug nickel. Then I would strongly recommend the President of the United States pardon every damn one of them. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. honest with each other we're dealing with this tyranny and it is tyranny the media love to say that they're there for freedom of the press no they're not they've destroyed freedom of the press you and i we defend the first amendment all of it you and i we defend the second amendment we defend all the bill of rights they don't they pick and choose for up to them there'd be no second amendment or ninth or tenth amendment or other parts of the Constitution that they read out of the Constitution. The whole progressive movement is a movement against constitutional government. The whole progressive movement is represented by the likes of Bernie Sanders. And they will do anything for power, and they will do anything to turn this country inside out. They have us at each other's throats on race, at each other's throats on sex, at each other's throats, no matter what. They're ripping this country apart. You have a legitimate presidential election. President wins the Electoral College. They tell us the Electoral College is racist. And they want to change it. Until they won the House of Representatives, they said we need to double the size of the House of Representatives. Always tinkering. And it's interesting. Not to get us back to our basic values and our original principles. No. To advance their cause. And taking out Trump advances their cause. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter, a conservative, whatever the hell you are. you got to stand for the damn Constitution. Because that's all there is between tyranny and liberty. Freedom of the press. Jim Acosta represents freedom of the press by going into the White House press room and browbeating a woman press secretary. That's freedom of the press? Really? Or clowns on TV like Jake Tapper lying about lies of the President of the United States. Tapper knows he's a leftist. 
And you and I, you and I who elected Trump president, you and I are supposed to sit back and just watch all of this unravel. Adam Schiff, he would have been great in the old Soviet Union. I can see him in the uniform, working his way into court. Oh, he would have been great there. He is a despicable snake. Despicable. All you had to do is look at the border the last few weeks to see what the Democrat Party is up to. Look at the border. They don't even want to defend our border. They don't even want to defend national sovereignty. Suddenly that's a partisan issue. I keep hearing people on TV, even on our favorite cable channel, one of them go on. You and I are angry because more and more brown people and yellow people and red people and black people are coming into the country. Who the hell thinks like this? We just want people to follow the rules. I am tired of having them project their biases and their bigotry onto us. We are a good people. We are a beneficent people. We're all over the world defending people of color in Afghanistan, in Iraq, in Syria. The vast majority of people who come here legally are people of color. We don't need lectures by the liberals. And we certainly don't need lectures by Democrats who have yet to come to grips with their own history of slavery and segregation and Jim Crow. That's not on us. That's on them. But trying to take out a president of the United States is simply disgraceful. They have nothing on Trump. Hillary Clinton lost this election fair and square. She was a lousy candidate. She didn't resonate with part of the Democrat base. Trump did, and they cannot tolerate it. The media were furious because they predicted Trump would get blown out. They despised him. The Democrat Party is trying to claw back the 2016 election. And Mr. Mueller, who's in their back pocket, what does he do, ladies and gentlemen? He hires Democrats and donors to Democrats. He doesn't even try to have an appearance of bipartisanship or objectivity. He's in your face. And why wouldn't he be? He hears members of Congress, including Republicans, say, we need to protect Mueller. Let's protect the rogue prosecutor while he's stomping all over the United States Constitution. There should never have been a special counsel in this case. And this special counsel is unconstitutional. And the things that he is doing to individuals to destroy their lives should shock everybody. Because let me tell you a little secret. If they can do this to a president, to his family, if he, they can do this to a retired lieutenant general, if they can do this to these people, they can do it to anybody. Anybody. The civil libertarians don't even exist anymore. The ACLU doesn't even exist anymore. The phony conservatives on these various websites and so forth, they are pathetic. The way they write is pathetic. Well, I don't always agree with them, but sometimes I do. But when he does, well, I agree with him. I got my issues, but not on this. Not on this. Those other policy issues should be put aside. Language and tweets should be put aside. This is our Constitution. 
and it's being shredded. It's being shredded, and the Democrats are applauding. Mr. Flake is applauding. The media are applauding. These were the enemies of Trump before he got elected, and they're the enemies of Trump now. We do not have a free press in this country. We have a liberal press in this country. This president hasn't done a single thing. A single thing to use the power of government to interfere with freedom of the press. Unlike past presidents. This president has not unleashed the FBI against reporters the way Barack Obama did. The way Eric Holder did. No special counsel there. No demands by Adam Schiff for hearings there. No demands by Mark Warner for hearings there. No. And who has abused the pardon power? Bill Clinton abused the pardon power. Who else? Barack Obama. He pardoned a terrorist. A Puerto Rican terrorist. I'll be right back. Most powerful conservative voice, the Mark Levin Show. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. I think we have to learn how to fight the way they fight, ladies and gentlemen. I really do at this point. Or we're going to lose everything. I really do. We got to use their tactics and turn them against them. And I'll start it right here. The next Democrat president needs to be delegitimized. Delegitimized. Needs to be investigated. Phony charges. Assuming there are people in the Justice Department who will do this. And that's the only way the Democrats will understand. We also need to create far more competition against CNN, MSNBC, cable, against network, on the digital side, in any other way we can. Far more cutting-edge media outlets. Let me tell you already. Cable is losing subscribers. Network news. People are dropping off of network news. And so they're becoming more niche. CNN has decided to be niche. MSNBC's decided to be niche. Have you ever heard of NO, and I'm referring to nitric oxide, or NO? It's a gas that your own body makes in the lining of your blood vessels from the time you were a baby. But with each decade, our body produces less nitric oxide on its own. Now, why does this matter? Because nitric oxide is a Nobel Prize winning molecule that signals your blood vessels to relax and dilate. Now, Super Beats by Human has harnessed the power of nutrient-enriched beets to create a superfood that helps your body make more nitric oxide on its own. One teaspoon of super beets daily supports your cardiovascular health and blood pressure levels, giving you natural energy without a quick caffeine kick or sugar high. Real, healthy, natural energy. Listen to Steve from Illinois, who says the taste is wonderful as is the increase in energy, great caffeine substitute without the negative caffeine side effects. I want to strongly encourage you to call this number, 866-205-4907, 866-205-4907, or go to superbeats.com slash Levin, 
and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats and free shipping with your first purchase. That's 866-205-4907, or go to superbeats.com slash Levin, L-E-V-I-N. Tell me, ever notice how the Democrat agenda and the media reporting are nearly identical? Ever notice that every time you turn on the TV, there's a debate about the Democrat agenda? There's a report about the Democrat agenda, global warming or whatever it is, open borders, always in sync. It's not a conspiracy. It's that they have the same exact mindset, the same mindset. And they're incestuous, too. The people who work in the Democrat Party or the various campaigns go into media, or they come out of media and they go into the Democrat Party, or they go into the various uh, Democrat administrations, they're not fooling anybody. They're not fooling anybody. And you and I are sick and tired of it. Then they talk about the, the sanctity of the First Amendment. We don't need lectures from them. We have to explain to them the sanctity of the Second Amendment. And there's a little town I just saw that has taken my advice of several years ago. And we need to do more of this. Sanctuary cities for illegal immigration, right? Somehow, we can't get rid of this sanctuary label, and these cities are allowed to defy federal law. They nullify federal law. Despite the supremacy clause, they nullify federal law. Okay, and I said we ought to have sanctuary cities for the Second Amendment. We can do the same thing. Make them take us to court. Make them fight us. Make them fight us on our territory. Talking about legally and politically. There needs to be more thinking like this. You're not going to get it from Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. These guys are long in the tooth. They're suckers. They're suckers. I want you to understand that under Mitch McConnell's stewardship in the United States Senate, as the majority leader, We had the biggest spending bill in American history. They've done nothing, nothing to chip away at the debt. Nothing. Now, what are they going to do about Obamacare? I told you during this period where the Republicans are still in charge, the lame duck period, They should be loading up these bills with our agenda items, the promises that they made to us, but they won't. They won't. Instead, we hear about criminal justice reform, or we hear about, I don't know. But we don't hear about our agenda. As I said last night, President of the United States should be prepared, and I think he is, to shut down the government if he doesn't get the money he wants for the border. And he ought to make a speech to the American people and lay it out. And make a speech to the American people and show them what the Democrats stand for. And give the evidence. You know, the way Reagan and others used to show what the communists are here on the globe and so on. Show the statistics about the criminals and the MS-13 types that are among these people. Because I think there's, there's more of us still than are of them on the left, but who knows. 
But we have to start using their tactics. We have to take off the mittens, again, politically and legally, and put on the same brass knuckles that they use on us. I'm quite serious about this. Been thinking about this a while now. And Mr. Mueller finally has pushed me into this position. He's just, it's just enough already. It's enough already. Um, it's not funny. It's dangerous. It's our country. We need to stand up. We need to speak out. And uh, I think the conservative movement needs to have some real life breathed into it at this point. And no, I'm not one of these that thinks we shouldn't use the word conservative. I think it's a beautiful word. Just saying. I understand the other views. I really do. But I really do think it's a beautiful word that has enormous meaning. We shouldn't surrender it. Now, let me ask you a question while we're on this. And Mr. Colescreen, I'd be curious to see what people have to say. Let me ask you folks a question. What's the real reason GM is laying off over 14,000 people? Does anybody know? What's the real reason GM is laying off 14,000 people? I told you they would. I told you these car companies are going to start laying off people. Why? Because the price of steel has gone up an enormous amount. They're locked into these various contracts. They have to cut production and cut jobs, and it's only going to get worse. And if you don't think Ford is going to be affected by it, you're wrong. They're all going to be affected by it. It's basic economics. The domestic steel industry is making huge, huge profits, and I want them to make huge profits, just not on the backs of the automobile industry and other industries in this company, in this country. The old-fashioned way. They always have their cup out, always wanting subsidies, always wanting tariffs. Well, they got them. They got them. So the automobile companies use more steel than anybody else. And so GM is looking for areas to cut. And it ought to cut the stupid electric car stuff, which it is. But it's not enough because nobody buys electric cars, so they have to cut other areas. You look at new car sales. Go ahead and Google this. You don't have to rely on me. New car sales are flat. Why are they flat? Because you're not buying new cars. Why? Because they're more expensive than they were a year and a half ago. But the used car market is very hot right now. Why? Because the tariffs don't affect the price of used cars. I've told you many times, this isn't an ideological thing with me. It's rationality. I believe that we all use tariffs and every other economic tool we have and national security tool we have against China. And from my perspective, that would have included bringing our allies, bringing our allies along, because they're the enemy. They're the real enemy. Rather than going to economic battle with all of our allies. I never, never bought this. And you know that. And some of you are yelling at me now. You can yell all you want. I'm just telling you why GM is actually cutting jobs. The price of steel is going through the roof. And my greatest fear, quite frankly, 
is in a year and a half or two years, we're going to have a terrible recession. That's my greatest fear. It takes a little bit of time for economic dislocation to have an effect. Time will tell if I'm right or all the others are right. That the laws of economics have been suspended the last two years. And somehow, the first time in modern history, tariffs have created wealth across the board. Tariffs create wealth for certain segments of the economy. And they create poverty in other segments of the economy. That's what they do. And so we shall see. The president even knows I strongly disagree with him on this. It doesn't matter. It's just my opinion. I'm just a radio host. Let us go to Mike. Jersey City, New Jersey. The great WABC. Mike, how are you doing? I'm okay. It is my pleasure to speak to you. I've Thank been you, listening sir. to you for years. Thank you. I love you, man. Okay, Without thank you. Without you, we're nothing. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but you're very kind. Yeah. What's up with listen, you, Big Mike? Uh, What's cooking, buddy? Listen, I'm over in New Jersey, and I was yep. thinking, how many Republican congressmen do we have? Now or and after senators. the, uh, or in January? And senators. Well, we have 51. We'll have 53 senators. And in the House, I don't know, we had a majority of about 18 or 20, and now we'll have a, they'll have a majority of about 18 or 20, something like that. Okay. Why don't all these guys get together and make an emergency conference so everybody could see all the media and put their foot down and tell them we are not going to stand for what's going on? Because you have um, individuals within the Republican caucus who are so petty, who claim to be putting country first, but they're putting their own media and their own uh, p- political futures first. And I would count Sass and Flake and some of the others among them. Uh, they just are uh, huge disappointments. And rather than uh, continue these petty fights they have with the president of the United States, rather than be real statesmen, uh, they can't do it. And so, in essence, they give aid and comfort to the Democrats. You know, but, what, what, but Mitch McConnell, I agree with you here. He should be saying, okay, this is our bill. We're going to ram this through. I'm going to get together with Paul Ryan and let the chips fall where they may. They don't even do that. Because Mitch McConnell is a bureaucrat. That's all he is. You know, Mitch McConnell was never a big Reagan supporter. He supported Gerald Ford. He, he worked in the Ford administration. He is your quintessential rhino. And yet he controls the Senate Republican caucus because he raises an enormous amount of money. He controls the committee assignments. He leaks to the media. They love him over there at the New York Times and the Washington Post and Politico. He plays the Washington game. He's been around forever. They love him over at the Weekly Standard because he got some judges through, which, of course, should have gotten through anyway, thanks to Harry Reid. So they give him points where he doesn't even deserve points. Those are layups. Meanwhile... Whatever happened to conservatives and their concern about massive debt? Apparently, we don't care about massive debt. And apparently, we now support family leave. And apparently, we now support massive uh, uh, spending on, what do they call it, uh, Mr. Producer? $1.5 trillion on uh, uh, infrastructure. Spending, 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 spending. 
Meanwhile, our Constitution's being crapped all over. And that's where I think we need to draw the line now. Mike, God bless you, my friend. I'll be right back. Mark Levin. We don't need to debate tariffs. We'll see how it plays out. I see how it's playing out, and it's going to, I think, play out even more. That's what I'm very, very concerned about. Same objective here, but uh, I don't believe in the Bernie Sanders approach. I never have. Every time you go online or use public Wi-Fi, you're putting your personal information in danger. Unless you take precautions, a hacker can grab your passwords or credit card information in seconds. These hacks happen millions of times a day, and the victims have their personal information exposed or identity stolen. So how can you protect yourself? Well, the software I use is called ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN makes it super easy for anyone to stay secure online. ExpressVPN hides your IP address and encrypts all of your data online. That means nobody, nobody can see what you do on the Internet. Not even government spy agencies like the NSA. Not even Robert Mueller. The ExpressVPN app takes 90 seconds to set up on your computer or phone. You click a button, and poof, you're protected. So if you want to protect yourself from hackers and spies, visit expressvpn.com mark to get this special offer. Three months free with a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com mark. For three months free with a one-year package. Don't risk your online data any longer. Protect yourself from everybody. That's expressvpn.com slash mark. Let me tell you, you, you will have a clear mind, a clear mind. People won't be able to get into your stuff, and that's the bottom line. All right. Let's see who else is here. It's not a matter of I disagree with you, Mark. That's like I disagree that water is wet. It is what it is. It's not something that I'm inventing about tariffs, but I don't want to spend the whole show on it. It's just, it's boring. Carl, Norwood, New York, the great W... Where where are you listening, Carl? I'm listening on the phone here in Norwood, New York, Mark. I know, but when you called, WQTK country, I'm sorry, go ahead. Correct, 92.7 locally. God bless them. Amen to that. This is our second go-around. I'm your former neighbor from Temple Stadium. Oh, yeah. I bless... All who put me on the air at present, your screener and all your pets. But in any case, brief question, take answer off air, please. (laughs) Yes. If it were 1775 today, could anyone from today's 2018, quote, America, unquote, even imagine, let alone help create, discuss, refine, and perfect our Constitution and Bill of Rights? It's a great call. Um, it's a great point. I don't think so. I mean, there are things we'd like to do to it now in order to, uh, to try and uh, recapture some of the things that the courts and others have changed in our Constitution, in my view, unconstitutionally. But here's the problem. And the, the, uh, the founders, the revolutionaries, the uh, framers of the Constitution, the ratifiers in the various states, here's what they understood. If people don't want to be free, they're not going to be free. If people don't want a representative republic, they're not going to have a representative republic. If people want to be led around the nose 
by the nose by demagogues. They're going to be led around by the nose by demagogues. You can set up a governmental system that protects the civil society and the liberty of the individual. But it's up to the civil society, the people in the civil society, to protect it. And we're not. I'll be right back. Broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, All right, uh, Rich, the... The clip of the Secretary of State Pompeo regarding uh, Khashoggi and Saudi Arabia. Would you play that, please? Do you believe that the conference in Saudi Arabia orders on Khashoggi's delegation? I do believe. I've read every piece of intelligence that has come in in the last few hours. I think I've read it all. There is no direct reporting connecting the conference to the order to murder Jamal Khashoggi. Now, let's stop there. So this is what's confusing to me. There's no direct recording linking the prince says he thinks he's read all the intelligence information. That's the Secretary of State. A few days back, Jake Tapper said the president was a liar, and among the things he listed was not accepting the CIA's conclusion that this Saudi prince ordered the, uh, the assassination of uh, Khashoggi. Now, I'm no fan of the Saudi Arabia or the prince or the inbreds or all the rest, but I, I, I'm just, let's just stop a minute. So Jake Tapper was wrong. That's the Secretary of State. The Secretary of Defense said the same thing. Said exactly the same thing. So who's wrong and who's right? Obviously, the administration doesn't have any direct link. I find it hard to believe the prince wouldn't know, but the fact is, the media are pouncing on anything possible. Anything possible. President is not lying. Jake Tapper is lying. But here we have a case of an American citizen who has been kidnapped by the Palestinians, and I haven't heard a damn thing from CNN or anybody else. Our uh, ambassador to Israel, David Friedman, he's terrific. Friedman demands release a Palestinian American who sold property to Jews. Listen to this. U.S. Ambassador David Friedman has demanded the immediate release of Issam Akel, a Palestinian-American arrested by the Palestinian Authority security forces two months ago for engaging in a real estate transaction with Jews in the Muslim quarter of Jerusalem's old city. Akel's incarnation is antithetical to the values of us and all who advocate the cause of peaceful coexistence, said Friedman on Twitter. We demand his immediate release. Have you heard about this? Well, why aren't they all worked up about it in Congress? That's an American citizen. I'll tell you why. In a second. Palestinian sources said Akel, a resident of Bethlehem, had worked for the PA Ministry for Local Government. The 55-year-old man who is a U.S. citizen is being interrogated by the Palestinian security agencies in Ramallah for his role in the sale of an Arab-owned house in the old city of Jerusalem, to a Jewish organizations, 
Organization sources told uh, the Jerusalem Post. Now, did you know that there is a death penalty sentence in place by the Palestinian Authority for any Palestinian who sells property to a Jew in Jerusalem? That's been suspended to life in prison? Have you heard about this? No. Instead, Trump is a liar, Trump is a liar, Trump is a liar. Well, it seems to me Trump is telling the truth. But why isn't this being reported on CNN? Well, there could be a reason for this. What kind of people does CNN hire as contributors to CNN? Well, here's one. Our buddy Phil Klein over at the Washington Examiner, CNN commentator, calls for the elimination of Israel, endorses violent Palestinian resistance. I'm only bringing this up, ladies and gentlemen, because I think on the left, and that includes the media left, there's growing anti-Semitism in this country. You know, they have this guy Dyson going on and on about uh, whatever he goes on and on about. But this is a fact within the Democrat Party, within the hardcore left, within the media. That's right, I said it, and it's true. You have that Islamist organization that's ripping off donors who were making uh, funds available to the Jewish community in Pittsburgh after the mass slaughter by the Jew hater and the Trump hater. You didn't see any national stories about that. CNN commentator Mark Lamont Hill, in a Wednesday speech to the UN, called for violent resistance against Israel and advocated expanding Palestine, quote, from the river to the sea, unquote, a phrase used by those who believe that Israel should be eliminated. Well, what about that in a speech to the United Nations? Well, nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. Why is that? I'm, t- I'm quite serious about that. Then we have this, uh, this organization that uh, is involved in renting out uh, people's homes and apartments. And um, I'm going to pull up that article. Can you find that article for me, Mr. Producer? Let me tell you what's going on, folks. My computer's down. My printer's down. I'm working off my iPhone, and I'm plugging away the best I can here. But I need this article, if we can find it. I think I sent it to you, didn't I? Or maybe not. It's It's up on Conservative Review. Would you check up there real fast? So you have this organization, and they've put out their own fatwa, if you will. It's an American company. It's privately owned. And they've said that they will not basically represent any of these, uh, these homes, these apartments, these bread and be- breakfast types pl- places in the so-called West Bank, Judea and Samaria, owned by Jews who are trying to rent them. To other people. Owned by <coughs> only only Jews. Okay, pardon me, folks. It's on its way. Live radio, baby. This is the way it works. Here it is. Beautiful. Thank you. Let me take it from the Washington Free Beacon. I'm just mentioning these things because these things are building up, and I don't see them uh, commenting on, on CNN, MSNBC, or anywhere else. Adam Crato, our buddy over at the, the Free Beacon. The recent decision by Airbnb to stop its services for Jews living in Samaria and Judea, is being met with criticism by the Trump administration and pro-Israel leaders on Capitol Hill, according to sources who spoke to the Washington Free Beacon. 
about the company's choice to join the anti-Israel boycott, divestment, and sanctions movement, or BDS. Airbnb, a growing tech company that allows travelers to rent lodging across the globe, announced that it removed some 200 Jewish-owned rental homes in the West Bank, sparking fury in pro-Israel circles. The deepening controversy over Airbnb's decision to join the BDS movement is beginning to be discussed within the Trump administration. So here you have, this isn't discussed on Jake Tapper's program. He's Jewish, by the way. This isn't discussed on Wolf Blitzer's program. He's Jewish, by the way. It's not discussed on that. This isn't just important enough because the Democrats aren't really behind this yet. Bernie Sanders isn't behind this yet. So you have the Trump administration taking the lead on this, fighting this. You have Ted Cruz taking the lead on this, fighting this. You have the Trump administration taking the lead, trying to get back an American citizen who is of Palestinian ancestry. No coverage on CNN whatsoever, to my knowledge. You have this Islamist foundation that rips off donors who are trying to contribute to the Jewish community in Pittsburgh after the slaughter of Jews in that synagogue. Almost no attention whatsoever. Not on CNN and so forth. Instead, it's Jim Acosta. It's uh, we don't believe Trump. He's a liar. Uh, it's uh, It's not an invasion. It's a parade. Uh, Of course, uh, the prince knew about Khashoggi, even though Mattis now and Pompeo say we don't have direct evidence. doesn't matter. They push the Democrat agenda and the Democrat line. And more and more, whether people want to hear this or not, more and more, the left's agenda, and let's be honest, the left controls the Democrat Party, is this hostility that you see. This hostility that you see, and you see it in the media. By what they don't report on, by what they don't cover, by self-censorship. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Oh, folks, I'm so tired of listening to these fools on TV who supposedly know the law. and They always manage to support Mueller, you know what I mean? Always managed to support Mueller. I think what they've done to this guy, Manafort, is absolutely unbelievable. Still in solitary confinement, trying to break him and break him and break him. They need to get Trump. Everybody knows this fool Andrew Weissman is an unethical little bastard. That's right. He's been admonished by courts in the past. So why would Mueller hire him? Because he's unethical. That's why. That's why. And so uh, you have these commentators on TV trying to figure out other ways to imprison Manafort if the president were to pardon him. Now think about that. Think about that. They've also said that his appointment is constitutional. Think about that. They also say if the president uses his pardon power... That's impeachable. So everything's turned upside down. Because we are so unmoored from our constitutional system, it is, it's just shocking. Absolutely shocking. Tom, Atlanta, Georgia, the great W-Y-A-Y, go. 
Hey, Mark. Well, they just want to put him in the American gulag. That's what they're doing. They're, they're trying to fill put, up the gulag. Put, hold on now. Hold on now. Put who in the American gulag? Manafort and Corsi and maybe you and maybe me because you know what? I'm not playing their game anymore. I feel very little obligation to go along with policy which violates my God-given rights, sir. Mm-hmm. And I don't play their game anymore. They want total control of our lives. They're control freaks. Yes, they're progressives. Yes, they're this. Yes, they're that. But Lenin and Marx must surely be spot- smiling to find their creed now so beguiling. I know. It's all about power, power, power. All right, my friend. Thank you for your call. Kevin, Grant's New Mexico Sirius Satellite. Go ahead, please. I finally made it. I've been calling you for years. I thought I was calling the 3811 number, and maybe I wasn't getting through. That's the liberal line. <laughs> Mark, I got before I get to my point, because you're on fire, I'm so with you. But I just have to thank you. You know, we're all out here. We're kind of like, I don't want to get hyperbolic here, grandiose. But, you know, we we have the feelings out here, right? We have some of the knowledge, but, you know, we're, we're like the, the mud or the clay, and you're the kiln that dries and, you know, toughens us up so we can build that foundation to uh, go out here and fight for liberty and fight for the Constitution. Because, Mark, you, you, a couple weeks ago when you were, everybody was screaming constitutional crisis over uh, the guy who's replacing uh, Sessions. I can't think of Fitzpatrick or whatever. Uh, Whitaker. And, and Whitaker, that's it. And everybody's saying constitutional, constitutional. The constitutional crisis is that nobody knows the Constitution anymore. And the mm-hmm. people that do halfway know it are perverting it and using it for political and personal gain. I, I, I hate anybody. I don't care if you call yourself a Republican or a Democrat. If you're out there screwing with the Constitution, doing things that are antithetical to the Constitution, I don't have any use for you. You're my mm-hmm. enemy. And that and that that's what we have to be, Mark. We the GOP, all of us, we get bullied, don't we? We get yep. bullied in yep. social media, we get bullied on the press, we get told what we thought, we get told Well what we you thought. you even hear people on T V and some on radio, none of my friends thankfully, but some on radio, who always give they'll say things like yeah, you know, uh, Trump should have done this and Trump should have done that, but then there's this, but then there's that. What is the point of that? The seriousness of what we're confronting right now cannot be overstated. It cannot be overstated. What's happening to the Constitution, what's happening in this so-called criminal investigation is so over the top that you really need to prioritize what you're going to focus on, right? Yes, sir. You, you know, you're jet. We have to fight back. You know, we're, we're, we're so scared, right? We're like, well, we don't want to go after them because they might come after us. Screw them. It, you know, on our side, yeah, I want all the guys that are. Let, dirty let me ask you this. Flake, Sass, Corker, do they have anybody like that on their side? Do what? Sorry, I was talking. Flake, Sass, Corker, just to name three. Do they have anybody like that on the Democrat side in the Senate? No, they, they are, no. they're all they're all you know not to talk talk. But no, they're know. they're they're like the uh, the crows on the wire. They all move in the same direction or whatever the uh, what do they call? 
Well, whatever it is. We don't bite. We don't bite. Whenever, you know, it was just like whenever uh, Trump said, well, we're not, we don't, we're not going to go after Hillary because we don't go after our political opponents. I don't give a damn if she's my political opponent. She broke the law. We had that peacock of, uh, uh, Trey Dowdy sat there in front with James Comey and laid out the case for why she should be in prison. And then we're all like, well, you know, she lost the election. Let's mm-hmm. go. I don't give a damn. She broke the law. Until these people go to jail, where is the justice for you and me? There isn't. There isn't. And when you see that Hillary broke, broke the law repeatedly, she violated the Espionage Act. And she gets a pass. And then you see that the FBI at the highest levels actually infiltrated the Trump campaign. You actually had the FBI infiltrate the Trump campaign. You actually had intelligence agencies monitoring the Trump campaign. And Barack Obama goes down to Rice University, the James A. Baker uh, Forum, goes on about identity politics. How is it? How is it? That Barack Obama escaped investigation. How is it that that administration escaped a special counsel? Because it's a different country now, thanks to what this government has done. Thank you for your call, sir. I share your frustration. That's why I opened the show the way I did. I meant every word of it. I meant every word of it. Scott, Springfield, Illinois, on the Mark Levin app. Go. Hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yes, sir. So I wanted to... Uh... I wanted to bring up a point when it comes time for the house to impeach Trump. And I think it's inevitable. Do you think that that well, I wouldn't say that if you say it's inevitable, you will encourage the miscreants. But if it happens, yes, if it does happen, do you think that that would be enough leverage for Republicans to have, say, another uprising like they did in 2011? I think you could. But we have a problem now in the Republican Party. The establishment would rather lose elections and still control the Republican Party. You see what I mean? The Karl Rove types, the Bushy types, uh, the McConnell types, all these people, they would rather lose elections but still control the Republican Party. For how long were they in the minority until Ronald Reagan came along? And keep something in mind. They strongly opposed Ronald Reagan. The Bush family strongly opposed Ronald Reagan. They mocked him when George H.W. ran against him. The Bush family strongly opposed Trump. Rove and all the rest of them strongly opposed these conservatives. And yet, they always tell us that conservatives can't win. The two greatest landslides in modern history were both of Reagan's elections. And then Trump wins. Remember, he couldn't win and Reagan couldn't win, but they did win. That's why I say don't abandon conservatism and conservative principles. The fact of the matter is it is a winning it is a winning formula, but it has to be explained. The House of Representatives was lost because the House of Representatives didn't do anything. And they didn't run on anything. I'll be right back. America's Tyranny Hunter. Call in now, 877-381-3811. You know, uh, the holidays, they're a time for family, being thankful, sharing blessings. But sadly, the holidays are also about scamming people, aren't they? Every year, fraud increases during the holidays, and the thieves like to celebrate with your hard-earned money. 
From fake charities to package delivery scams, tis the season for identity theft. And this year, don't let the holiday spirit distract you from staying safe. You'll need identity protection more than ever. So get it from the best. My ID Care has been taking care of Fortune 500 companies for years. And now, they're offering identity protection to everyone so you can make sure your whole family is covered. From tri-bureau credit monitoring to dark web scanning, it's the kind of comprehensive protection you need. Plans start for less than 10 bucks a month, and only My ID Care offers a money-back recovery guarantee. I don't worry about identity theft anymore, and neither should you. Enjoy your holidays with peace of mind from My ID Care. And my listeners also get 15% off at myidcare.com slash mark. Promo code mark. It's long. That's myidcare.com slash mark. Promo code mark. And you can learn more and that let my ID care take care of you. That's myidcare.com slash mark. Promo code mark. Greg in Baltimore, Maryland, the great WCBM. Go. Good afternoon, Mr. Levin. Yes, sir. Uh, I have a simple question. Mm-hmm. How is it possible that written interrogatories uh, submitted by Donald Trump within just a matter of days has been leaked to every press outlet, NBC, ABC, CBS, CBN. Oh, you just name them. They've all got them. Because Mr. Mueller's team leaks, and we know they leak. We know Mr. Weisterd, That's that'll be his name from now on. We know Mr. Andy Weisterd sat down with the Associated Depressed some time ago and went over his case against Manafort and so forth. He was never admonished. Everybody thought that was wonderful. So they're working hand in glove with the media. We know that for sure because we know about the AP case. So they leak. Should they not be investigated for leaking that? that well, that who would you like criminal? to investigate them? That is a criminal. That is a well, who criminal. do you want to investigate them? Uh, Robert Mueller's entire team. Who do you want to investigate them? Oh, I see what you're saying. Them? I would Don't say... Don't you see Trump. the fix is in? Well, I think they should name an attorney general from a state that is uh, completely... All right, all right. They're not going to name anybody. The Department of Justice has become weak. The Department of Justice doesn't need to investigate anyone. What they should do is call these guys in and uh, admonish them and let them have it. I think they should be charged criminally for violating the law. Okay, but they're not going to be. Just look at the system. Who is going to charge them criminally? Well, since we don't have a real attorney general at this point because they keep fighting the other guy, maybe they should find an attorney general nobody's ever heard of and put him in charge. All right, sir. I, I, I share your frustration. I appreciate your call. It's just not going to happen. Let's go to Joanne, Wilmington, Ohio, on the Mark Levin app. How are you? I'm good, Mark. I just want to call in about Melania Trump and the harassment that she's getting from the media, from politicians. Just Melania? What about Ivanka? She's getting it, too. Well, she is an immigrant who is not here killing our children. She's not here selling dope to our children. She came in here illegally. She has raised herself to the highest level. She is the first lady of the United States. Why? And and I know your point. And and tell me, why isn't she celebrated? She's a beautiful woman. She's a smart woman. She's a self-made woman. She's an immigrant. 
Why is she not celebrated, but Michelle Obama is? Tell me why. I agree 100%, and I think it's ridiculous. What the hell did Michelle Obama ever do? I'm being honest. Yet they praise her left and right, can't do anything wrong. Melania Trump is a self-made woman. She's, only- she's a very, very smart woman. She knows, she knows like five languages. And they treat her, and they treat her exactly as you say. Yes, and Michelle Obama, the only thing she's ever done and never did it well, and that was go on a diet. All right, dump. All right, you can't just say s- stupid things on the air. Good Lord. And what about Ivanka Trump? We're going to look into her emails. Look into her emails. They didn't want to see anything when it came to Hillary Clinton's emails. Hillary Clinton puts a server in her, what, bathroom or basement for the purpose of uh, getting around federal law. The Secretary of State receiving classified information, knew exactly what she was doing and why she was doing it because she wanted to run for president. She didn't want the, uh, the, uh, the, pres- the, uh, the, uh, the Federal uh, Records Keeping Act to, to apply. She didn't want FOIA to be used. Ivanka Trump, she comes in, she's using her private email, still on the government server, which indicates to everybody she's not trying to destroy anything, maybe a couple hundred emails, they've never been deleted, destroyed. And I have to watch this jackass on cable in purposely lying about how it's so similar to what Hillary Clinton did. It has nothing to do with what Hillary Clinton did. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen... The little group of which I am chairman, Landmark Legal Foundation, which is a great legal organization, if you're thinking about donating, by the way, Landmark Legal Foundation, we litigated against the AP, the EPA when Carol Browner was the administrator. She was using private email for government business, as were almost all the senior people there. The media could give a damn. The media could give a damn. Same thing. Under Obama. I forget her name at the uh, the administrator there. I believe she was hired by Apple or something. But anyway, same with her. The Democrats are always using their private email. But nobody's excusing anything. Ivanka's come forward. She said, this is what it is. I haven't deleted anything. But we're going to investigate this. It's just more effort to undermine this family, to try and ruin this family. It's a successful family. Let me put it to you this way. If Donald Trump were a Democrat, I told you this before, they'd be calling this the new Camelot. The new Camelot. They'd be comparing Melania to Jackie O. They'd be looking at his kids, good-looking kids, hard-working kids, smart kids. They'd be holding them up. They wouldn't be tearing them down. I want to wake up the Republicans on Capitol Hill one more time. Even though you'll be in the minority, when you are in the minority, you insist on investigating post-presidential wealth creation. Because I'm very curious about this myself. How the hell did the Clintons wind up with a quarter of a billion dollars? How the hell did the Obamas wind up with a hundred million dollars, despite all this communist claptrap? How the hell did Al Gore wind up with a hundred and fifty million dollars? Donald Trump came into office worth billions of dollars. That you're not allowed to do. Oh, the emoluments clause. Oh, they found something in the Constitution. Of course, they don't even understand it. 
Grace in Whiting, New Jersey. How are you? Hi, how are you? Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, so I'm 16 years old. I've been home. Hold on, hold on. You're how old? 16? Yes, sir. Very good. Um, I've been listening to you all my life, and I've been homeschooled all my life, but right now I'm actually at a, my local community college, um, and I just want to let you know in my English class today, um, we were talking about George Geller, and we actually were watching your interview, your interview with him on uh, your TV show on Fox. Wait a minute. So, let me get this straight, because this is shocking to me. <laughs> in a community college, in a, by the way, you must be really smart. You're 16 and you're taking community college courses? Yeah, yes, sir. You're pretty sharp. So you're, you're in a community college class on English and you're watching part of my interview with George Gilder? Yes, and some of my fellow classmates saw um, your name on there and they were like, oh, do, do that interview, do that interview with Mark Levin. And I was pleasantly surprised and my professor is just thrilled with you. Well, you must be you must be one of the few who actually has a professor who's not a left wing kook. Actually, two of my professors are uh, seem pretty pretty good. Isn't that great? Well, you know what? That's great because Gilder is a brilliant man, and he said many brilliant things during that interview. And that's the point of that program. To uh, yeah, and we're, we're yeah. finishing up uh, next Monday too. We watched the first half. Let me tell you something. This Sunday night coming, ten p.m. Eastern. I have Heather McDonald. You're definitely going to want to watch this show, too. She's unbelievable. Okay. I definitely will, then. All right. Thank you for your call. Grace, do you have a little brother, little sister? Um, I have, like, younger cousins. Okay, don't hang up. I want to give you a copy of my pop's book, Our Police. Don't hang up. And I should have been giving this out all along, shouldn't I, Mr. Producer? Catherine Billings, Montana, on the Mark Levin app. Go right ahead, please. Hi, Mark. Um, I just wanted to uh, chew on your ear for a minute. Um, like the uh, gal that you just spoke to, um, I just finished my master's in Homeland Security at Tulane. And that was, uh, actually, that was a year ago, in 2017. Um, but I had a teacher, and this was when the FISA warrants were, you know, we were all like, couldn't believe this was happening with these FISA warrants. And I told him that I believed that the left was going to be a national security issue. I am now living in Montana. I came up here from New Orleans. I'm in Montana. And I have seen a huge amount of Marxist feminists. Marxism, communism is rapid. It goes straight through the Paradise Valley, up Bozeman into Missoula, straight to the West Coast. That's really shocking, coming from Montana. And we, you just can't even believe how many people from Oregon are constantly running through this state. They are on Craigslist looking for people to canvas. It is crazy. I have been studying the left, and it started, I kind of started with eco-terrorism. I started with um, the whole movement from the 70s. My professors did not like that, but I, I chose to go down that road because I believe that the people from the 70s are bringing it forward. Into All right, don't get mad at me. Hard break. I want to thank you for your call. You make some very, very excellent points, ma'am. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
How comfortable are you with technology that tracks your car, your cell phone, where you use your bank or credit card? Technology is a great thing, right? Not so much if you owe money to the IRS. Word is out that the IRS and their army of tax collectors have access to sophisticated data analytics, underscore sophisticated. If the IRS hasn't caught up to you yet, even if they're already sending you letters threatening collection action, Optima Tax Relief can help you. Optima can help stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the army of tax collectors with technology from targeting you. Optima has resolved over half a billion in tax debt for their clients and their experts in IRS Fresh Start Initiative. Call now and take the first step towards ending your IRS nightmare. Call for your free consult while you still have options, because tomorrow might be too late. Call 800-499-6300, 800-499-6300. That's 800-499-6300. All right, we're doing a pretty good job here with the callers, so let us take another jump in. James, Detroit, Michigan, on the Mark Levin app. Go! Good evening, and uh, I have something to say about a Philadelphia meeting among, among some um, radical Americans to be uh, one of them was Benjamin Franklin. When he came out of their sessions, we can safely call them America's first think tank, he was asked by one of the women on the street, sir, what have you given us? And he answered her saying, a, a republic, ma'am, if you can hold on to it. Right. The fragility of our republic with a hundred years of attacks, you, you have a system now of people on both sides of the aisle. They're embedded like ticks. They don't want to let go. None of them supported Trump because the threat to their way of life and their largesse of the Leviathan of the government that they both feed from on both sides of the aisle was would, would come under threat if he garnered enough power to, of course, do the damage that would be done by exposing all of their corruption, all of their greed, and all of their treasonous actions. Mm -hmm. So they pulled out every stop. We have a nation divided. Now, the grounds have been totally, totally cemented. Well, it's, it's just more complicated because the, as opposed to an external force, you know, dealing with the crown and Britain and so forth, we're dealing with forces within the country that have actually devoured some of our institutions, if not most of our institutions. So it's much more complicated now. It's much more difficult now. And they'll use our court system against us. They'll use the bureaucracy against us. They'll use the media against us. I'm not saying this like, uh, you know, we're paranoid or anything. This is a fact. This is what's taking place. We're visually witnessing it all uh, as we speak. Yes. The, the, the attitude is, I mean, even with the situation with Ohio and Michigan being attacked with this General Motors uh, shutdown, they don't need to do this. They could retool. The, the, the scuttlebutt already in Detroit here is that the, these plants will just be retooled. But the, the impact is that the jobs being lost, these are people, most of which may have and, and have benefited from, if they didn't vote for Trump, with the tax rebates, their increases in bonuses, et cetera, et cetera, uh, these people will be soured to a certain extent. So this is a t an attack on two big states that were important. Of course they're going to be soured. And, and, and but but we, you actually think that GM did this for political reasons? 
Absolutely. Well, why would they? Absolutely. Because because there's there is no other reason for it the way yes, that there is here. when the price of steel is going up and the car sales are flat and the consumer is not buying new cars they're buying used cars because the price of the automobile has increased beyond what it should over the past 18 months this is basic economics you and nobody else has any evidence that there's politics behind this i think that is a convenient whipping boy this is basic economics, and you better get ready, James. It's going to get worse, because when steel prices are up to the extent they are, and the steel industry has made a 38% profit the last year, they've made a 38% profit because they're protected by the federal government. And being protected by the federal government, and I warned about this at the time, and I specifically said our assembly lines, particularly the car industry, the vehicle industry, because they use more steel than anybody else, is going to be affected. It's basic stuff. It's happened before, and it's going to continue to happen. Thanks for your call. I never heard this argument that it's political. I can't imagine why. But, I mean, that's an easy sort of out, which has no substance whatsoever, as far as I know. Uh, but when, you're, when, when, the, when, the, when the material resources have significantly increased, you're locked into contracts, uh, both for the material and uh, labor contracts, and your sales are flat, something has to give. Something has to give. And so they're shutting down their electric car production, which I was never supportive of. And I'll tell you something else. I've never supported subsidies for these car industries, ever. And I was the only, or one of a few, I guess, hosts who did not. In fact, Mr. Producer, you might remember this. Other hosts were taking commercials from General Motors. You remember? And what did I say? No commercials from General Motors. They're being subsidized by the American taxpayer. All the others, I believe, did. I said no. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post... Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. We have a mystery caller. Sean Hannity, how are you, buddy? Thank you. God bless us. How are you? By the way, happy Thanksgiving. I know you weren't feeling good. I uh, hope you're feeling better. And uh, I'm, you know, can I just say one thing to your, <laughs> can I say one thing to the Levinites? Yes. The, the great Mark Levin audience out there for a second. You don't need you to praise me. No, no. But, you know, let's be honest here. For years, I had to kind of talk you into radio a little right. bit. Yes. All right. It took a while, but look at the, look at how massive you've become. And then I'm a, I little, I'm a little overweight. That's true. Very handsome. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> but then for years, I would say, "Now call Mark's show and tell him to come on my TV show." Right. And I I don't want to do it. Ah, I don't have to put on that makeup and all. <laughs> ah, who needs that? And now look at your show. It's the number one show uh, in cable news in your hour, killing it every week. You've redefined a format that I find fascinatingly interesting. 
You know, I, I had the pleasure of being a guest once. You know, now you have a hit breakout show on, on Fox News. I couldn't be prouder of you. But to get you to do stuff is like pulling. But you know, you know what's interesting? When, that, when I f- did the first two shows on Fox on Sunday, Media Matters and these others said it's boring, it's this, because they're stupid. Because well, they're stupid people. But, but, but I, I wanted to ask you a few things. Number one, by the way, who yeah. are your guests tonight? Oh, we got a great show tonight. I actually have Roger Stone, Jerome Corsi. Whoa. Then we're, we're going to analyze the legality. You know, I've got a tape I'm going to play tonight, Mark. I'm sure you probably played it, of Adam Schiff. And you know what Adam Schiff is on the phone doing? He thinks he's talking to a Russian. And he thinks the Russian, he's asking about all the dirt. Wait a minute, I have not played this. I have not heard about this. Yeah, so he, he, it's a, actually a Russian hoaxer. And they call him, and with an accent, oh, yeah, we have all this dirt on Donald Trump. We have all of this really, really, tell me more. You know, because what's happening here is, you know, number one, we have evidence of Russian collusion. And it happens to be a Hillary Clinton bought and paid for, funneled money to a law firm, hiring a, a op research firm, hiring a foreign national, Russian lies that were disseminated to the American people, that was never verified, never corroborated, and even the author of such dossier, Christopher Steele, under, in, in an interrogatory in Great Britain said, oh, I don't know if any of this is true. It's 50-50. It's raw intelligence. I have no idea. Has, has CNN or MSNBC reported never. on any of this? No. And that same dossier then gets used, never verified, because it's a lie, never corroborated. They don't tell the FISA court on four separate occasions as they're seeking a warrant against the Trump campaign associate, Carter Page. They hand the court a fraudulent document. They don't tell who paid for the document purposefully. And then it's used to lie to the American people to get votes for Hillary in 2016. And then it's used afterwards to bludgeon Donald Trump as they have this circular reporting so that they can get the appointment of. Listen, I think 50, 100 years from now, when people look back on this, they're going to view this as really absolutely outrageous. And let let me ask you this. I'm talking about real historians. I I am really um, actually excited about you're having Corsi and Stone on. Corsi and Roger Stone on tonight. I'm going to lay out the problem, Mark, is this. And just put aside for a minute, and then we'll put on Greg Jarrett and Andrew McCarthy, both friends of yours. And well, you, you got a hell of a lineup there, brother. I'm jealous. No, thank you. Listen, I, I try to do the best show I can every night. You yes, know, you do. We all work hard. But here's the important part, is that both Paul Manafort and Jerome Corsi whether you like and agree with what their politics is, is it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Both these men sat and were pressured to say things that they know are not true that would greatly have benefited them and any legal jeopardy that Mueller wanted to put them in. Both said no. Of course, he said, no, I'm not going to lie, which means, Mark, in reality, he's 70, I think, one years old. Mm-hmm. He might die in jail. This could be the end of it for him. And for what, for God's sakes? For because what? he couldn't what? remember an email that meant nothing? 
Do you remember the email you sent me two years ago? It's ridiculous. Nobody Shh, remembers don't that. Don't tell anybody about that email. Yeah. But here's the point. Now, let's say, so all the email says is, hey, I hear rumor that there, that, that WikiLeaks and Assange may have something on Hillary. You may want to contact him. Now, tell me where the crime is there. Where is the law broken? There is now, no if crime. They, if they conspired to steal... No, no, here, it's a false statements trap. That's what it is. It's another one of these perjury trap. traps, false statement trap. It's BS. Mark, and I've got to tell you something. You know, you wrote in one of your books, I forget, I think it was Liberty and Tyranny, that we live in a post-constitutional America. Yes. This shreds the Constitution. Because if, you're, if we're not going to have equal justice under the law, equal application of our laws, if we're not going to... Uh, apply the, 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 the same statutes and standards to Adam Schiff and Hillary Clinton. And we're going to have rogue people at the top levels of the FBI. And I love the FBI. You know, I love law enforcement. I'm not talking about rank and file. And the Justice Department could literally doing everything they can do to take down this president. This is about destroying Donald Trump. They hate him. They hate you and me and Rush and others. They hate anybody and everybody that voted for this president. And, and for two long years now, they have done their level best to not only delegitimize him, now they're trying to criminalize something when nobody stole anything or conspired to steal anything that was Russian-related. But we do have one other candidate that paid for Russian lies, to influence the election. Yeah, but none of that, none of that's none an of investigation. That nope. Listen, I, you want to know the truth? Mm -hmm. I think we're losing the country. No, right I agree. Right before our eyes. Right before our very eyes. Sean, let eyes. me tell you what I opened tonight with a monologue. Really, I've just been thinking about this. And I said, if the president decides he doesn't want to run for re-election, he should pardon every one of these people. He should say, go ahead, Congress, do your will. I'm going to fight you. He should say, I'm doing this because we have a rogue prosecutor who was appointed unconstitutionally, whether the courts think so or not. I must defend the office of the presidency. I must defend the people who voted for me in 2016. Uh, I've been placed in a position where I have no other choice. The pardon power is a constitutional power, and I'm going to use it to An uphold the Constitution. Power. That's right. And while people may not understand it today, the fact of the matter is, Sean, there is no distance between the Democrats and the media. No distance between the Democrats and Mueller. No distance between the media and Mueller. This has been a, a, a coup. This has been an attempt to destroy this president because they didn't want him in the first place. Look, they didn't think he'd win. They thought this was a joke, and he won, and they, and they, and they want to remove him. That's the bottom line. This is all political. Well, but, Mark, it goes deeper than that, too, because they also said, well— just like if you're 40 and you buy a life insurance policy, just in case, had an insurance policy. And they had a media leak strategy. And they had circular reporting. Literally one source, the phony dossier, Clinton paid for, you know, shoveled to their left-wing friends in the media. They would report it and say, oh, wow, see, we need a special counsel. There really was something to this Russia thing. Look at all these sources. It was one source from the very beginning. I, and, I want. I want to. And, talk and I got to add one other yeah, thing. Go ahead. Because we can't forget the beginnings of this. 
Hillary Clinton had on a in a mom and pop shop bathroom closet server that we believe was hacked by at least six foreign intel uh, agencies. She had top secret, classified, special access programming, by the way, marked, which is a violation of the Espionage Act. And, of course, we know how she obstructed justice by deleting the emails, acid-washing the hard drive with bleach bit, uh, busting up devices. And the fix was in because they were writing her exoneration in early May of 2016. They never interviewed her. They never interviewed 17 other people. Two days after they interview her, they exonerate her. You would be in jail. I would be in jail. And every Levinite that loves the Mark Levin radio show and Life, Liberty, and Levin on Fox, they would be in jail. Yeah, and meanwhile, they're going after Jerome Corsi. Let me just tell you this, and I want to say this in front of my audience. Much of what we know, we wouldn't know but for you. But listen to me. But for your show, but for the people you've brought in, you've had enormous courage. You've come under attack by by various media outlets that go into your... (laughs) Your financial investments, which are perfectly fine, they go after you personally. They try and uh, destroy you, and you've had to put up with an enormous amount. And you've been on top of this day in and day out, day in and day out, because I know you like a brother. You care about this republic. Your show isn't just a show. It's substantive. And I'm going to tell you, with Stone and Corsi on tonight, that's big news. I'm going to be watching. I look very much forward to it. Well, listen, um, it, it's not just me. I, I don't I, listen. We have a team that we use. You do your you, your important role every day. You know, I will tell you, you know, the the foundational constitutional knowledge that you impart every day to your audiences on both radio and TV is crucial because you go back not only to our, our founders and our framers, but also the philosophers that inspired them that created this great republic. And yet we've come so far, so far from where they were to, to this. This is, this is by far the biggest abuse of power, Absolutely. corruption scandal. It makes Watergate look like, you know, urinating in the park. Yes. Seriously. It is yes. that dramatically different. And if they get away with it, Mark... I, I don't even know what, what becomes of us. I, I don't know, because that means the FBI at the senior levels got away with it. The intelligence agencies got away with it. The FISA yep. judges got away with it. The Democrat Party got uh, It's big trouble. All right, yeah. big guy. So 9 right, p.m. My, Eastern, my Feel better. Fox News, we're going to be watching you. Thank I can't you, wait to watch it. All right, God bless you. Take care. He is a great guy. He's a dear friend, too. I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed by all my friends, all four of them. <laughs> no, I have more. I'm just saying. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Barack Obama is in the news because he's an egomaniac and a narcissist. He's never changed. Did great damage to this country. Great damage to the unity of this country, to race relations in this country, in my view. Did great damage to our relations with our allies. Did great damage to law enforcement, our military, which we're still trying to uh, build up as a result of what he did, given what China's up to. 
I can't think of any areas. People have often said to me, well, can you think of one thing? No, I can't think of one thing he did that I agree with. Not one. So now he gets to pontificate about how horrible America is while he and the missus are collecting $100 million. I, I get so sick of this. You have no idea. So sick of it. Bernie Sanders with his three homes, with his Marxist propaganda. The media, they're all overpaid with their Marxist crap. I'm just sick of it. And so Obama's at Rice University's Baker Center. This would be James A. Baker, who was close to the Bush family, who was uh, brought into the Reagan administration, but was always a rhino. And by the way, Karl Rove on TV trashed uh, Ted Cruz just about 20 minutes ago. Guy's got no class. No class whatsoever. Mr. Architect, who lost the House and the Senate in 2006. Mr. Architect, whose candidate in 2000, uh, well, came down to 300 votes, as I recall. Anyway, here's Obama. Eight, go. When I hear people say they don't like identity politics, they don't like... Uh, I think it's important to remember that identity politics doesn't just apply when uh, it's black people or gay people or women. No. You know, the, uh, the, the folks who really uh, originated identity politics were the folks who said, you know, three-fifths clause and all that stuff. That, that was identity right, politics. Let, 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 hold, hold on. This guy's supposed to be a constitutional professor, or was, and he really wasn't. For the 400th time, the three-fifths clause in the Constitution was pushed by the northern states, the non-slave states. And the reason they did this was not because they believed that blacks were three-fifths of a person. Three-fifths went to the representation in the House of Representatives. And they were struggling with this issue of slavery. The North rejected it. Certain states, particularly Georgia and South Carolina, were protecting it. And they said, okay, look, we, we, we want to resolve the, uh, the, the House of Representatives issue here, so we're going to count your slaves as three-fifths of a vote for purposes of apportionment in the House of Representatives because you don't treat them as free people. In other words, the North wanted to reduce the power and the representation of the South in the House of Representatives. This idiot doesn't even know the history. And this is told day in and day out in public schools and colleges and universities in the country. Nobody studies this. It was the North trying to reduce the representation of the South in the House of, Represent uh, House of Representatives. It was an initiative of the North. They're free states. But what does that have to do with anything? 200 and some years ago. What does that have to do with anything? Have there been no changes since? This identity politics balkanizes the nation. Everybody's a victim. And then everybody has to out-victim everybody else. And then you're at loggerheads. And then you're at sword points. That's the problem with this. And he's the guy who brought all this back during his presidency. And by the way, Obama, the great 
politician who got elected president. Really, I think any Democrat could have beaten McCain or Romney. I really do. They were horrible candidates. Terrible candidates. Go ahead. That's still that's still out there. I, maybe maybe that was a little too controversial for Houston, but um. I have. What the hell does that mean? And why is James Baker laughing? <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, but you know, uh, Jim, Jim Crow was identity politics. That's where it started. Jim Crow was identity politics. How about today? Mr. Former President, what about identity politics? If identity politics was wrong at the Constitutional Convention, if identity politics was wrong during Jim Crow, why do you embrace it? Why don't you embrace Martin Luther King instead in a colorblind society? That's the point, to treat people as individuals. And unfortunately, James A. Baker is just not up to the task. More when I return. Show. This is the home of the July 4th Americans. And you can call at 877-381-3811. Simply Safe is a fantastic security system. It's great protection for your home and family. And right now, Simply Safe is giving my listeners a great deal on home security. Order now, and you'll get their special holiday offer. It's an amazing deal. I love Simply Safe because they treat people right. They want more people to be safe in their homes, so the pricing is fair and honest. Around-the-clock professional monitoring is just $14.99 a month. Simply Safe has no contracts ever, no hidden fees ever. They really care about the people who buy their systems. That's very rare today, and I'm not the only one who likes them either. CNET, PCMag, Wirecutter all say Simply Safe is the best security system there is, and that's true. So protect your home today with Simply Safe and take advantage of their holiday offer when you order your system today at simplysafemark.com. Make sure to use the website so they know I sent you. And hurry, this deal ends very soon. And you don't want to miss it. That's simplysafemark.com, simplysafemark.com. Here's a little bit of inside radio for you. When this show airs live, there's no show that can beat it. I'm not going to bore you with the details. I'm not going to get into the weeds, but I looked at the numbers on WABC in New York. And I've looked at the numbers at KRLA in Los Angeles. When the affiliates run this program live, nothing can beat it. When they tape delay, usually nothing can beat it, but more and more people go to the podcast, or they'll go to other forms of listening. So I just put that out there because one way or another, the Levinites are going to listen to the show, and I think they prefer to hear it in real time, and that's something for folks to think about. Um, and I want to thank all of you out there because uh, we are really kicking butt. We really are. Our numbers are up. Ratings are high. Our podcast is very, very strong. And I'm going to have a few announcements for you. I guess it's early next week, uh, both with respect to. Uh... Then I start this yesterday and say I can't comment on this. OK, I'm not trying to mess with you. I just can't comment on this. 
but definitely on the podcast and then on another matter, too, because I take very, very seriously this effort to compete with the media, to provide alternative uh, sources of, uh, of listening. Uh, so you don't have to watch these, uh, these cable clowns. You don't have to watch the Constipated News Network. You don't have to watch MSLSD. And uh, you just don't have to be bombarded with this stuff. Because these people are uh, out of control. They're ideologues. And you know the rest. All right. Let's finish with Obama. There's cut the second cut of Obama today. Go ahead. So uh, part of part of what's happened yeah, is what? that when when people feel their status is being jostled and threatened, yeah, they react. And 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 I, I what I would agree with is is that the the Washington consensus, whatever you want to call it, got a little too comfortable with yeah. You know, they're looking at GDP numbers and they're looking at you know the internet and. Everything's looking pretty great. What the hell is he rambling on about? Almost sounds psycho to me. Go ahead. Oh, war, Jim. After what you guys engineered, you had this period yeah. of great uh, smugness on the part of America and American elites thinking we got this all. Now, now out. I, I laugh when a leftist talks about American elites. You understand that's what they believe in. They camouflage their elitism, their iron-fisted centralization in this notion of the people. Notion of the people. They want fewer and fewer people to make decisions about more and more of us. And then he talks about how the elites are smug. Well, who are the elites? Who runs Washington? Who's on CNN? Who's on MSNBC? The Washington Post. The various departments and agencies of the federal government. Who runs these things? The left. They created this massive Leviathan. Go ahead. There were, there were books coming out. That's the yeah, end yeah, of yeah, history. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, uh, the end of history. Yeah. Francis Fukuyama. It came back to bite us. Gee whiz. Forget about the end of history. How about learning from history? How about learning from history, Mr. Obama, rather than cherry-picking and spinning history? Go ahead. Next one. And by the way, uh, American energy production, uh, you wouldn't always know it, uh, uh, but it went up every year I was president. Ah. Um, And, you know, that whole... Let's just stop that. Now, listen to what a lie that is. So energy production went up every year he was president. Maybe that's true. But it had nothing to do with him. How could it have anything to do with him? He was at war with fossil fuels. He was at war with coal. He was at war with electricity. His EPA was unleashed, regulation after regulation. You can build that electricity plant, but, you know, but you'll bankrupt yourself. Remember all that? So if it went up, it went up in spite of Obama and in spite of his policies. That's called capitalism, ladies and gentlemen. This guy is so delusional. It's really pathetic. Go ahead. The, the biggest oil producer and the biggest guy. Uh, that was me, people. I just want you to. Oh, my so. Lord. What a, what a this guy is. Wants it both ways, right? We're all supposed to wear propellers on our head. 
But on the other hand, all this great oil production and so forth, it's thanks to him. He's such a liar. May I call him a liar? I think I'll call him a liar. Go yeah. ahead. So Then you got the clapping seal. This is the James A. Baker Center. At Ro- Why is there a James A. Baker Center? Anyway? Was he president of the United States? No. And why would they invite this guy? They can't do better than this? Go ahead. <laughs> it's a little like, you know, sometimes you go to Wall Street and folks will be grumbling about... All right, hold on a second. You know, you know, if Trump had said something like this, they'd be all over him, wouldn't they? If Trump praised himself, which he does from time to time, and so what? That's what successful people do. They'd be all over him. I can hear Jake Tapper now. Line number seven. I can hear Wolf Blitzer now. You know. But Obama says that they sit there starry-eyed, their tongue hanging out of their mouth. Spittle dripping on their loafers. He's unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Look at the great things he did, ladies and gentlemen. Through massive taxation and regulation. He created enormous wealth in this country. Our economy is bustling thanks to him. Through massive regulation of the oil industry, we now have more oil. Unbelievable. Go ahead. Have you checked where your stocks were when I came in office and where they are now? What what are you talking? What are you complaining about? Just say thank you, please. Um, Oh, shut up. It's not funny at all. It's so stupid. Thank you, please. And let's talk about health care. That was your uh, marquee issue. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Tell us, what was the cost of your insurance before Obama was president? What was your deductible before Obama was president? How much paperwork did you have to do before Obama was president? How many sign-offs did you have to have before Obama was president? (laughs) He's a clown act, in my humble opinion. Doesn't know history, spins things together. He is the gift of gab. That's what he has. It's like this guy, uh, Robert Francis O'Rourke. You can call me Beto. Well, why would I call you Beto? Your name is Robert Francis O'Rourke. Well, you know, when I was a little kid, they used to call me Beto. No, call him Beto so he can try and confuse Latino voters that he is part of that identity politics. It's all about identity politics. Uh, Well, you know, the three-fifths thing in the Constitution there, that was identity politics. Not a serious man. Did I tell that story I asked you before, Mr. B, about meeting Joe Biden in the uh, Amtrak train? So my wife Julie and I are on the Amtrak train heading to uh, toward uh, New York for this Radio Hall of Fame event. And uh, I'm sitting there minding my own business. And we're faced forward, of course. And in comes uh, Joe Biden and Dr. Jill Biden. Don't call her missus. She gets very angry. Doctor. And uh, they walk past us. I have my baseball cap down. I don't really want to be noticed or get involved. I don't know if he knows me or not. But anyway, sit toward the back. And uh, I believe she gets off earlier. I think at Wilmington. 
so I have to use the train bathroom, you know. So I get up and I, I, I have to get up and head toward the back, and there's Joe Biden. And I was very polite, Mr. Producer. And I put out my hand, shook his hand, and I said, uh, you know, we don't always agree. He said, that's a good thing. And he said, and you're a smart ass, I know. I thought, gee, so why is he so hostile to me? So at that point, I realized he knew who I was. I've only spent, what, 15 years mocking him, Mr. Producer? So I said, Mr. Biden. All I wanted to tell you is you don't travel with security, and that's a very bad idea. That's all. And he and and uh, I hope I'm wrong. By the way, I hope they're there, but I didn't see a lot. And uh, and there's a lot of nuts out there. Anyway, and so I begin to leave, and he says to me, he says, "Well, thanks for thanks for coming by, and saying hello." That was it. That was it. He, he was like. Ready to pounce. No, no, just just saying hello. <laughs> How old is he? Seventy-four. The uh, the Democrats are really uh, they got quite the farm team. You got Bernie Sanders, who's what seventy-eight, seventy-six. He's running for president. Biden, I'm sure, is he's seventy-four. Uh, you got Nancy Pelosi. What is she? One hundred and twelve. Doesn't look a day over one hundred and eleven. But I don't know. And, of course, they know what all the millennials think and so forth. And, and I love it. Joe Biden is now considered a moderate. A moderate. And he's considered a nice guy. The guy who, who smeared Bork, who smeared Clarence Thomas, who smeared numerous people. That lunch bucket, Joe, he's a great guy. He's never had a lunch bucket in his life. He went from law school to the uh, Wilmington City Council to the United States Senate. To vice president. That's it. Much like uh, Schumer. Schumer gets out of law school. He's elected to the state assembly in New York. Then he runs for Congress and wins. Now he's a senator. No real world experience whatsoever. Most of these people don't have it. Trump does, and they hate him. All right, I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Obama wants to create a cult of personality around himself. That's what he wants to do. It's really unfortunate. Can you imagine if the first black president of the United States had been a unifying figure? Had been a fairly moderate Democrat? Had embraced all segments of society? Wow, what a historic figure he would be. I mean, historic beyond his race. What a historic figure he would be. I'm quite serious about this. Rather than being a radical leftist, rather than dividing the country along racial lines, rather than trashing law enforcement, rather than trashing our allies, rather than undermining our military, rather than destroying our immigration laws, I mean, seriously. Can you imagine? What a historic figure he would really be from a substantive point of view. The way I look at it, he really blew it. He really blew it. It's hard to believe that we're already in the holiday season now. Hopefully you're getting ready for some quality time with family and enjoying the latest episodes of Levin TV. 
We've had a huge year, and it's due in large part to the support of our faithful fans like you, you Levinites out there. And because of you, we've become a true counterbalance to what the liberal mainstream media has tried to cover up. But we're not done yet. So I have a great, great offer for you. Right now, you can get a full year of CRTV for only $6.58 a month when you use promo code Levin Christmas. That's 20 bucks off the normal price. 20 bucks off the normal annual price. 2019 is going to be our biggest year ever. Man, we've got exciting news to tell you. We really do, but I have to hold my breath for a moment. We're adding more hosts, new shows, and most importantly, we're sticking to the principles that got us where we are. You won't find that on the liberal mainstream media. So sign up right now through Christmas Day and get $20 off a full year of the best content and commentary you'll find anywhere with promo code Levin Christmas. That's L-E-V-I-N Christmas. See how unifying that is, the Jewish name with Christmas? See that, Mr. Producer? Levin Christmas. And go to Le- or go to levintv.com, levintv.com, or give us a call at 844-LEVIN-TV. Lots of Levin stuff here. Go to levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-TV.com, or call us at 844-L-E-V-I-N-LEVIN-TV. Our folks are there right now. And what a wonderful gift this would be for the entire year. Imagine Hanukkah, Christmas giving a gift like this. It's the entire year. It's not one meal, not one tie, not one this, not one that. Every time, your spouse, your grandparents, your parents, your older children, every time they turn this on, that'll be the gift that you will have given for the entire year. So give it a try. I think you could like it. It's discounted significantly for the holidays. That's 844-LEVIN-TV, or go to, uh, let's see, that's right, or go to levintv.com, levintv.com, and remember, use Levin Christmas. That's the promo code. Let us go to David, Harrisonburg, Virginia, the great WLVA. Go! How are you doing, Mr. Levin? Happy holidays to you and yours, sir. You too. Thank you very much. And and, um, I I, I have a a question for you, and it's it's quite simple. I've been listening to you. I'm a first-time caller, and thank you very much for taking my call. I have a question for you. Do you see this going to the Supreme Court of the appointment of this special prosecutor and being argued? I it depends. Uh, I know there's a case that's being uh, the foundation for that's being laid uh, by a le- by a by a legal group or an organization. So the potential exists that it could, uh, and it also depends what Mueller does. Uh, if he issues a stupid subpoena, the president may need to take him on and do what he needs to do. So that possibility exists. I don't even have faith in the court anymore, to be perfectly honest with you. I. Uh, I think they should pursue that. But I also think, as I said earlier in the show, if the president's decided that he doesn't want to run for re-election, I hope he doesn't decide that. He ought to fire all these bastards and pardon everybody and say, all right, Congress, you do what you need to do, but I'm doing this to defend the office of the presidency and the Constitution. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. 
And I'll see you right here tomorrow. God bless. And by the way, there's a great Hannity on in three minutes. Let's watch it on Fox.